Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Or if this is 3 a.m., then you should be asleep, so good night. But go to sleep after listening to this one. I don't care. Welcome to this week's edition of Sports the Show, the show where I talk about sports and uh, you enjoy me talking about sports, I guess. Podcasts are always weird how they're, I enjoy them so much. I mean, you're just listening to someone talking to a microphone and you're like, this is good. This is good. But uh, I thank you for finding this podcast, however you did. Be prepared as we get into a brand new year. We're going to rebrand. Not going to give you guys all the details about that yet. But in the coming weeks, Sports the Show going to have a whole new image and everything. So that's just a bit of a teaser for the future. Now, in this week's edition, while we go from anywhere to talking about Football to all the way to a Lifetime movie starring Mario Lopez as a familiar fast food mascot. And who knows what else we'll be talking about on this week's edition of Sports the Show. As we begin every single episode this way, we are going to be giving you NFL results as well as an NFL preview. We begin... Now with week 13, there was no Thursday night football, something a bit different just because COVID is a bit confusing for everyone. It was Chiefs-Broncos. At halftime, the Broncos led 10-9. The final score, 22-16. With that, the Chiefs clinched a playoff berth with their victory over the Denver Broncos. In Kansas City. We go to the Saints-Falcons game. Taysom Hill threw his first touchdown pass ever. So congratulations to him. Saints win 21-16. In a shocking uh, game. It was the Bears-Lions. And uh, it's it was super close. Lions actually won a football game. Winning 34-30. And the Bears are actually very bad at home. They're two and four at home. So five and seven overall. But when you're two and four at home, three and three on the road. Uh I guess you're a road team for the Bears. I'm not really sure. We'll find out. In a great game that I don't think national television audience got to see, but they should have. It was Browns Titans. Your final score, 41 to 35. By the way, it was a 38-7 to halftime lead. And the Titans scored 14 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to get that 35 points, but it was not enough for this Cleveland Browns team. Tua was back for the Dolphins. He led them to a 19-7 victory over the Cincinnati Bengals without Joe Burrow at this point. Uh, just try not to... I guess score no points is the Broncos' motto. This game went to overtime. It was Jaguars-Vikings, and the Vikings win with a field goal. Dan Bailey kicks a 23-yard field goal with 149 left in overtime to secure the Vikings' victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are now 1-11, and so 27-24, your final score, Vikings win. Raiders-Jets. The Jets almost beat the Raiders. Just like to point that out. 
Raiders win 31 to 28. It was not a good game for the Raiders. And the Jets had somewhat of an actually good game. I'll give them that. Ty Johnson, by the way, 22 carries, 104 yards, one touchdown. He's recommended to be added in like every single fantasy league. Uh, I I added him. I'm not sure if that was smart. We'll find out next week. Colts, Texans in this AFC South matchup. The Colts win 26 to 20. Side note, it was 24 to 20 at halftime. Two points were scored in the fourth to secure a Colts victory. So it wasn't a very good game. And an NFC West matchup. The LA Rams, they win 38-28 in Glendale. Giants Seahawks was the upset of the week. It was 5-0 at halftime. The Giants score 14 in the third and then only three in the fourth quarter to win 17-12 over the Seattle Seahawks. Adding a blemish to the undefeated home streak for the Seahawks. The Packers beat the Eagles 30-16. And after that, Carson Wentz was benched. And he will be benched for the remainder of the season. Most likely, Jalen Hurts will be the starter. Carson Wentz this year had 16 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. His 15 interceptions was 33rd. He was the 33rd worst quarterback in the league. There were 32 teams. Those are how bad his numbers are. For Carson Wentz this year. It was not really a good year for the North Dakota State Bison. At least I believe that's where he's from. I apologize if I get that wrong. SoFi Stadium, I don't think, has been very helpful for the Chargers team. You lose 45-0 at home to a New England Patriots team. I told you, man, this second half of the season, the Patriots still have a chance to make the playoffs as like a seventh seat, which is crazy. 45-0. Herbert was 26 for 53 and had two interceptions. It was just not a good game for the Chargers. We move now to Monday. Here was an exciting one. I still can't believe this happened. The Steelers undefeated no more. The Washington football team wins 23 to 17. After a 14-10 lead at the third quarter for the Steelers, they only score three. Washington scores 13. So Steelers no longer undefeated. Then on Monday Night Football, it was just really a bad game for this 49ers team, who are 1-5 at home. Let that sink in. They're an away team this year, not a home team. That's kind of a problem. Bills win 34-24. to Finally, we had Tuesday night football, and the Ravens win 34-17. to And then the Buccaneers and Panthers had a bye week. We now move to week 14 of the NFL season. Most games have already happened uh, as we're filming this, so we're going to give you those results next week. I'm going to tell you who I would have thought was going to win. I had... Uh, predictions coming into the week and just didn't record it. Yeah, I apologize there. So for the Bron- it was Broncos Panthers. That was the Sunday game. But before then, we got to scroll all the way back to Thursday night football. It's at SoFi Stadium, and the Rams win twenty-four to three over the New England Patriots. 
If only the Rams were able to do that in Super Bowl 53. And a Sunday. It's Broncos, Panthers. Panthers 2 and 5 at home. And uh, they still don't have Christian McCaffrey back. And I think the Broncos did a very good job against that Kansas City team. So I picked the Broncos to win this one. Then we move to Texans Bears. Bears. I don't trust them at all. Texans win that one uh, by a touchdown. We go now. Cowboys Bengals. Now this is a difficult one. This is a difficult one. You see, the Bengals are bad, but so are the Cowboys. I just I don't trust the Bengals at all. I uh, the Cowboys. Congrats, you get one win. You're now going to be four and nine. Congratulations, Chiefs Dolphins. That's going to be an easy one. Chiefs win by two touchdowns. And the Chiefs once again show that they are the best team in the AFC. Cardinals, Giants. The Giants seem to be doing good, but the Cardinals, I just think, are a better team than the Giants. They're four and three on the road. So they are going to win. Vikings, Buccaneers. You know what, Vikings, you're 6-6, six and six, but it isn't like you're a very good team, though. It's like the Steelers, so Buccaneers win this one by two touchdowns. An AFC South matchup, it's Titans-Jaguars. I cannot see the Jaguars winning this one at all. It's going to be a two-touchdown win for the Tennessee Titans. We now move to the 4 o'clock games. Colts-Raiders, that's going to be a great one on CBS. I'm calling the Colts victory by a touchdown there. Jets, Seahawks. Jets are not good. Seahawks are not going to be embarrassed again to the other New York team. Seahawks win by two touchdowns. Packers, Lions. Lions, I keep telling you guys, they're not very good. Packers are a good team this year. They are going to remain 9-3. and three. They're going to win by three touchdowns. Saints, Eagles, Saints. Uh, are just one of the best teams in the NFC still, even though they're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs, as they do, it seems like, every single year. And the Eagles, they are having Jalen Hurts. He was good at Oklahoma, so he's going to shock some people, definitely. I thought that he should have been a first-round pick, so see him prove that, but a Saints win by a touchdown. Falcons-Chargers, two teams that are very, very bad. I'm just going Justin Herbert. I feel he's a better quarterback this year than that, Ryan. Finally, Washington football team and the 49ers of San Francisco. No, not for at least two more weeks. They're going to be the Glendale 49ers or Phoenix 49ers, whichever one you prefer. 49ers win by two touchdowns over Washington. Congrats, you beat the Steelers, but the 49ers are the better team. Finally, we have Monday Night Football. Ravens-Browns first energy stadium in Cleveland. This one's going to be a Browns win. I'm calling it now. I had this. I was a year behind for the Browns. I ha- Sorry, I was a year ahead. I had the Browns being way better last year. They weren't very good last year. They're elite this year, I guess. So I'm calling the Browns win by two touchdowns. And there is your NFL results of the week. From the NFL, we go to unpaid college athletes. 
There's always the argument that you should pay them. I still say no, just for the fact that you're going, you're just changing the whole idea of the college experience. We made it to week 15. We begin first with the top 25 of week 15. For the college football playoff rankings, Alabama's in first Notre Dame second, Clemson third, Ohio State fourth. That is unchanged. Texas A&M is fifth, Florida sixth, unchanged there. Iowa State all the way in seventh with an eight and two record. I still don't know. I think they should be uh, mid uh, middle of the pack. Cincinnati should be higher than Iowa State. Uh, Georgia is ninth. They should be in like 20th. I'm sorry. Miami is in 10th in middle of the pack. Oklahoma at 7-2 and two is uh, 11th, which is ridiculous. Again, should be uh, near the 20s. And the rankings, IU is 12th at 6-1. and one. They should be higher than both Oklahoma and Georgia and Iowa State just because they have the better record. Coastal Carolina is 13th. They should be higher than all of them. Coastal Carolina should be like 8th with... Cincinnati 7th after you beat BYU, man. Northwestern is 14th. Okay, I understand that. USC is 15th. Iowa is 16th, the second best team in the west side of the Big Ten. North Carolina is 17th. They should not be there at all, even though they did beat Miami. I'm sorry. I just don't trust them. I don't. I don't trust them enough. Louisiana is in 19th. BYU is 18th. You lose to... You know, you lost to uh, Coastal Carolina. I understand why you're in 18th. Louisiana 19th. Texas 20th. They should not be there at all. Colorado 21st should be 25th. Oklahoma State 22nd. They should not even be there at all. NC State 23rd. No. Tulsa 24th, Missouri 25th. Wisconsin dropped from the rankings. Marshall dropped from the rankings after they lost. Washington out of the rankings. Oregon out of the rankings. On Tuesday, the 15th, we will find the Week 16 college football playoff rankings. They have the AP rankings, but those ones aren't as important, so that's why I don't really reference them in this case. Well, in Week 15, we had some... Important games, scores. Ball State, Western Michigan. This game at Schumann Stadium in Muncie, Indiana, was for the MAC West title. And Ball State wins 30-27 to to make it to the MAC title game. I believe this is the first time they've been at the MAC title game since 2008. Okay, okay, yeah. 17th-ranked North Carolina beat Miami. And they scored 62 points to win 62 to 26. I know. Congrats, you beat Miami, who is not a top 10 team. Fine. Congrats. You've made it back in my rankings after this. Someone who's going to drop from the rankings, I feel, to maybe at least 10th is Florida. You want to know why? They lost to unranked LSU. Final score, 37-34. There was a penalty for a shoe thrown for some reason. I still don't know why. And LSU, by the way, not going to be in in any of the New Year's Bulls games or any bowl games at all. They have a postseason ban implemented by the university 
There's an investigation going around for LSU currently. Finally, in the best game of the week, Army-Navy. Army wins 15-0 over Navy. Interesting games canceled. Ohio State-Michigan was canceled, and IU-Purdue was canceled. This was important. Ohio State fell under the six-game requirement for games played. But the Big Ten then changed the rules, saying uh, the two best teams were going to send to Indianapolis for the Big Ten title game. So IU would have made it to the Big Ten title game if the uh, six-game rule was still there, but it is no longer there. Then IU Purdue was canceled and was moved to Friday, December 18th at 7.30, I believe, on ESPN. Well, not ESPN, sorry, the Big Ten Network at 7.30, same time as the MAC title game. We'll talk about that later. So I saw a lot of flack for the Big Ten reversing their previous rules for Ohio State. And I understand, you know, uh, you only had to have six games. Ohio State did not. So theoretically, theoretically, I can't speak theoretically, they should not have made it to the Big Ten title game. But uh, Ohio State is the best 10 in the Big Ten, best team in the Big Ten, East at least. So uh, they deserve to be in that Big Ten title game as much as it pains me. Well, we've been talking about it for a while. It's now time for the title games. They have been set for conferences. We have the MAC title. It is Buffalo taking on Ball State. That game going to be in Michigan at Ford Field. That's December 18th at 7.30 on ESPN. The Pac-12 title game is USC taking on Washington. That's Friday, December 18th at 8 on Fox. Honestly, my prediction for the MAC game is going to be a Buffalo two-touchdown win. win. Jarrett Patterson is just one of the best uh, players in college football and definitely has the resume to win the Heisman, but won't because the Heisman is more of a quarterback uh, award nowadays. So Pac-12 title game, Washington isn't very good. USC is obviously the best team in the Pac-12. They win that one in dominant faction. Uh, the next games will be on December 19th. It's a Saturday with the ACC title game, Clemson-Notre Dame. Clemson will be at full strength against Notre Dame, and Clemson wins by only a touchdown. Well, it'll be a classic for sure. That is at 4 p.m. on ABC. Congrats to ABC for winning the rights to that. The Big Ten title game is Ohio State taking on Northwestern. That game at noon on Fox. The Big 12 title game, Oklahoma-Iowa State. That game is at noon on ABC. The Sun Belt title game. It is Louisiana taking on Coastal Carolina. That game's at 3.30 on ESPN. Uh, I, thought you would, I thought it was going to be Appalachian State early on, but uh, just they had COVID and then weren't very good after that. Mountain West title game. Boise State taking on San Jose State. That game's at 4.15 on Fox. The SEC title game is Alabama taking on Florida at 8 p.m. on CBS. Then the AAC, the American Athletic Conference game, Tulsa-Cincinnati, that game at 8 on ESPN. So there are your title conference games. Very exciting. All those are, by the way, in my game of the week. 
that we will talk about in the very end. And uh, there we go. We've basically hit halfway through the beginning of this week's podcast. And now you get to hear a beautiful advertisement I made months ago for Anchor. Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free way to make a podcast. You don't have to pay. You can edit the podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. We are back, and we have come back with the top 25 rankings for men's basketball. It's week three of the season. Gonzaga is first, Baylor second. Those programs are both kind of paused due to COVID. Uh, Luca Garza in Iowa is a beast, and uh, Iowa's third. Michigan State is in fourth, undefeated, by the way. Good for them. Kansas is in fifth. Illinois, 6th. However, they have a win over Duke. Houston, all the way in 7th. They're going to be the Dayton of this year, I feel. Creighton is in 8th. Villanova is in ninth. Duke, all the way back in 10th. West Virginia is 11th. The Mountaineers, going to be a good team this year. Tennessee, 12th. Wisconsin and Texas are both 13th. Virginia Tech, undefeated Virginia Tech. 14th, at least at the beginning of week 13, they were. Uh, North Carolina, 16th. Texas Tech, 17th. Virginia, 18th. Richmond, the Spiders are in 19th. They beat Kentucky. Congratulations. Florida State, 20th. Rutgers are 21st. Ohio State, 22nd. Arizona State, 23rd. San Diego State, they were great last year. Slept on to begin this year. They are going to go all the way. I'm calling it to 15th, 24th. Louisville, 25th. Uh, Michigan had a lot of votes, as did both St. Louis and Florida. And then Kentucky dropped out of the rankings, and Oregon dropped out of the rankings. And Kentucky's out of the rankings because they are 1-4. and This is the Wildcats' worst start in 36 years. I just want to tell you guys that. It's very important to know. They lost to an unranked Notre Dame team, by the way. And Duke hasn't had exactly a good season this year either. Duke lost to Illinois. And then after the game, Coach K of Duke, he's questioned if it is safe for teams to play during the pandemic. And then a few days later, Duke announced they will play only conference games, so all the non-conference games were canceled. Yes, Duke doesn't want to lose to the Big Ten anymore. Yeah, but that's not the conspiracy theory of the week. A brand new segment I hope to add and new episodes of sports, the show. We have some important scores that in the NCAA men's basketball. We referenced it, but Duke lost to Illinois at home, 83-68. to Duke is now 0-for-2 at home and 0-for-2 against the Big Ten. Purdue managed to blow a 32-14 to lead over Miami, losing 58-54. to Purdue has had a very difficult year in college athletics. And this is just peak of the peak of it this year. I know some Purdue fans as a Hoosier. Not 
I don't have an IU or Purdue alliance. I just want to point that out here. If it seems like I'm always slamming Purdue, I just haven't had a reason to slam IU. Even though they did lose to Florida State University in overtime. So, IU not doing uh, very hot this year either. But a team that's worse than, I feel, both Purdue and IU is Kansas State. They managed to lose to a Division II school of Fort Hayes State. This is the first time since 2000 a Division II school has beat a Division I school. Embarrassing for Kansas State. They're not going to want to be a part of that history. Nor does Texas Tech. Texas Tech lost to Texas A&M Corpus Crispy. Christy, I think, or Crisp. I, it's not Crispy, it's Christy. I apologize to the Texan listeners. Then finally... The Illinois I Fighting Island Eye. Now their streak of being the second best team might be over after they lost to unranked Missouri. 81 to 78. That's going to drop them to at least 10th, maybe 11th. So it's a fun college basketball year. I hope we get to have March Madness this year. If not, NCAA is definitely going under. You're losing millions of dollars if you don't have it. It's not a question of can we have it. You need to have March Madness for these universities and specifically the NCAA. We support women's basketball here at Sports the Show. So we have now the top 25 rankings for the women. So after South Carolina loses to NC State, The rankings change a whole lot. Stanford is in first. Louisville is undefeated in second. UConn remains in third. NC State is in fourth. South Carolina is in fifth. Arizona is not good at football, but they are very good at basketball, women's basketball. They're in sixth. Baylor, defending champions in seventh. Oregon in eighth. The Wildcats of Kentucky, they're very good at women's basketball. They're in ninth and undefeated. Texas A&M is in 10th, UCLA 11th, Mississippi State is in 12th, Arkansas 13th, Maryland 14th, Oregon State and IU are both 15th, Northwestern 16th, Ohio State 18th, Northwestern 17th, Ohio State 18th, Michigan 19th. The Oranges of Syracuse, that's what they need to be called, but it's not what they are called. Uh, Syracuse is 20th, Missouri State 21st, South Dakota State made it all the way to 22nd, Texas 23rd, DePaul is 24th, Gonzaga is 25th, South Florida and Iowa State had a bunch of votes to be in the top 25 as well. Here's the score you need to know from women's basketball. Number 11 ranked... UK at the time, they beat number 13 ranked IU at the time, 72 to 68. That matchup, I believe, was on main ESPN. If not, it was on like ESPN2. Uh, UConn finally began their season, this time against UMass Lowell. Lowell, I don't pay attention to Massachusetts. I apologize there. In dominant fashion, UConn wins 79 to 23. An exciting event on Saturday that wasn't really covered a lot was the MLS Cup. How did we get here, though? We're going to give you 
results of the conference champions in the East and Western Conference. On the East side of things, it was the New England Revolution taking on the Columbus Crew. Columbus winning 1-0 to advance to the MLS Cup. Then, on Monday, December 7th, it was Minnesota United FC taking on the Seattle Sounders in Seattle. And Seattle wins 3-2 to to advance to the Cup. And then the MLS Cup took place in Columbus, Ohio at Mapfree Stadium. Mapfree Stadium was the very first soccer stadium built in the U.S. It will be no longer used following the MLS Cup as Columbus will have a new stadium. And for Columbus, the odds were stacked against them. You had home field advantage. That was the only thing. You were taking on Seattle team that has made it to the Cup four of the last five years, winning, I believe, two of the last four. And then, oh, by the way, two of your starters are out with COVID. Columbus was not supposed to win the Cup. They scored three goals. Two of them were like 10 minutes apart in the first half, one in the second half to secure a win for Columbus. And for Seattle, they just had a horrible first half. The second half, they turned it on because they realized your season's over after this. But it wasn't enough. Columbus wins 3-0 and hoists the MLS Cup. Columbus is an MLS original. And three years ago, it was expected that Columbus would no longer be a part of the MLS. Owners were thinking of going to another city. The fans stuck behind them. And finally, after Columbus's 20th last year in MLS, they had a new stadium as well. But the stadium is finding almost complete for Columbus. And now they are going to bring an MLS Cup to the city. First time since, I believe, 2008 as well. So Ball State and Columbus... Two teams from my way. Does this mean that Ball State wins it? That hasn't happened since, I think, 1996. Very cool there. But, uh, yep, the MLS Cup. The playoffs are over. So, congratulations to MLS for succeeding in having their season. It was a difficult one, but congrats on them finishing it. I believe Austin FC is the newest team that will join MLS in 2021, so next season, congrats to Austin, Texas. I think their stadium's like right by Coda, which is a racetrack. We finally have some NBA news. Players are no longer to sit out games for load management on national TV days. If it's on League Pass, well, that's acceptable, but uh, for high-profile national TV games, the resting of healthy players is not allowed. Teams that do this will be fined a hefty $100,000 at least. An MLS preseason started, by the way, is an exciting time. Basketball returning December 22nd. We will cover all of that next week. And we're done with the main news of the week. Ding, ding, ding. It's time for the combat news of the week. We only have one combat news to talk about. 
Floyd Mayweather has announced his next opponent. And it's not who anyone probably expected. Floyd Mayweather will fight YouTuber Logan Paul. His brother Jake was the one who knocked out Nate Robinson. But uh, this is crazy. This is an idiotic move by Logan, I think. He He's not going to win. There's no way. The fight will be on February 22nd. The pay-per-view right now costs about $25. The price will be bigger after the first $1 million buys. Then on February 11th through February 20th, the fight will cost $75. So we'll get a whole lot more information for the February 20th pay-per-view in the coming weeks to months. But uh, Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul, can't believe it's happening. And a quick round today, ding, ding, ding. We finished the combat news of the week. One of my, I guess, premiere segments that I always had was Weird News of the Week. And it has returned. You know, it's very easy to find interesting news on the internet. You just got to look at Twitter. And when they're not talking about K-pop or politics, you can find some interesting stuff. Like how Lifetime... The romantic comedy channel is making a Colonel Sanders romantic comedy. It's a mini-movie. It will star Mario Lopez as the Colonel. The title is A Recipe for Seduction. Oh, hold on. I gotta say it in the fancy voice. It's called A Recipe for Seduction. Ooh. Yeah, that's cringe-worthy, but I don't care. and That's gonna haunt me in 20 years. Um, it will be releasing at noon Sunday, December 13th on Lifetime. Did I watch the commercial? Of course I did. I had to do the research, and I'm embarrassed to say with my manhood that I watched that commercial. But uh, the colonel comes in as the chef, and he has a secret recipe to change the world. And then for some reason, they're the mother of the daughter who the colonel is basically hooking up with it's like dating the daughter's husband to be <laughs> it's confusing and then she's like I don't like him anymore and then they're like no you have to so then they basically kidnap the colonel and place him in a basement and then they want to kill him that was the strangest 60 seconds of my life so congrats to Mario Lopez getting bank, and congratulations to uh, Lifetime for huge advertisements with everyone freaking out on Twitter that uh, KFC is having a romantic comedy. I can't believe it. Sports, everybody, in 2020, we talk about rom-coms. We've now made it. To the end of another episode of Sports the Show. It's it's a great one. As I said in the beginning, expect a rebrand for 2021. I'm excited about it. I really am. Now it's time for one of the uh, most informative segments, Games of the Week. We tell I'm going to tell you the games that you need to watch. So... 
it is from December 14th to December 20th. We have two NCAA men's basketball games. It's Thursday, December 17th. Number five ranked Kansas will be at Texas Tech, ranked 17th. Texas Tech, by the way, made it to the championship game back in 2019. It's just crazy to think that uh, the world's changed so much since that mar- April. I believe it was April 7th because I was in Columbus April 7th. So, and the game is on TV. Yes, yeah, so it was April. April 7th, 2019, the final matchup was Virginia-Texas Tech. But uh, 17th-ranked Texas Tech will be at home against Kansas. Going to be a great one at 7 p.m. on ESPN. Then we have number 22-ranked Ohio State. Ohio State's been very quiet this year, I feel, but uh, they're still very good. Number two ranked Ohio State taking on number 16th ranked North Carolina. That game's at 4.30 on CBS. And it's taking place at the uh, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland. I've been there before. It's a beautiful venue. And then after that, we have all of the conference championship games. I'll tell you them right now. For the MAC title game, it's Buffalo with Jarrett Patterson taking on Ball State Friday, December 18th at 7.30 on ESPN. Then we have the Pac-12 title game, USC-Washington. That game also December 18th, this time at 8 and on Fox. Then on December 19th on Saturday, the ACC title game, Clemson-Notre Dame at 4 p.m. on ABC. Big Ten title game, Ohio State versus Northwestern. That game's at noon on Fox. Also at noon, it's the Big 12 title game, Oklahoma-Ohio State. This game at noon on ABC. Sunbelt title game, Louisiana at Coastal Carolina. The game's at 3.30 on ESPN. And the Mountain West title game, Boise State. The famous Blue Turf Stadium taking on San Jose State. Both of those schools, by the way, are not states. Boise and San Jose are cities, not states. But that game's at 4.15 on Fox. Then the SEC title game. Going to be a great one. Alabama, Florida, 8 p.m. on CBS. Then the AAC conference game, Tulsa, Cincinnati. That game's at 8 on ESPN. As we get closer to Christmas, uh, the world is still in chaos. (laughs) But uh, I know it's difficult, guys, but you need to stay safe and support local businesses. They are really struggling. Especially as we are still dealing with the coronavirus pandemic. I, for one, have been, I believe, sent home to self-quarantine three different times now. In like the past uh, about month and a half. So that just proves how close the pandemic can be to you. So uh, you guys need to stay safe. Wash your hands. Uh, Don't go out if you're sick. Wear a mask if you are uh, if they tell you to wear a mask, then wear a mask. Unless you can social distance. And, uh, yeah. It's a uh, difficult year. But, uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed this week's edition of Sports the Show. Need to add Max G Sports on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Max G Sports on Twitter. Capital M. Capital G. Capital S. For all the show updates and more, you can also leave a voice message via Anchor. That is 
No one's done that yet. I had one person do that, and it was just spam. I don't care at this point. Just just spam me in there. I don't care. Sports the Show is available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, Bullhorn FM, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify, and Pocket Casts. Thank you, everyone, for, who has listened to the podcast. Make sure you share it with your friends. That would be greatly appreciated. If you want to leave a voice message, you need to go to anchor.fm forward slash capital S sports, capital T, the capital S show. No spaces in between. Again, that's anchor.fm forward slash sports, the show. Uh, that's where you can find the podcast, all the links. That's where you can also leave a voice message. I need to start sharing that a lot more on Twitter, where you can find everything you need to know about me. If you want to see my uh, broadcasting career going from either being a PA announcer or uh, doing play-by-play, all of the uh, things you need to know about that, this once again on my Twitter, at Sports. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. For the NBA uh, preview, we're back. NBA is already back. Bye-bye, everybody.